0: Hello and welcome to Improbable Things. I'm Jay Grace Pennington and this is my podcast where I share six improbable thoughts before breakfast, which consists of six thoughts about reading, writing, or storytelling in general. So I am up early before breakfast, got my six things, and I'm ready to get started. One, of course, I have to give a little update on the editing of my current novel, Firmament Humanoid, and I am happy to report that it is speeding up a little this past week. And so I have been able to get consistent daily work on it and been getting about a couple of pages of the manuscript rewritten each day, which, you know, isn't fantastic, but it is consistent, um, and pretty good chunk of daily work. And the reason I know it's about a couple pages per day is because, so there's a whole story to this. Um, the, the company Dove Chocolate, um, has a seasonal chocolate called Peppermint Bark. Um, so it's, you know, only out around Christmas. And I think I discovered it a couple years ago and just really loved it. It's just a great combination of the peppermint and the dark chocolate. And so I really loved them. And then last year I had a lot of trouble finding them. So now this year, my husband's like, whenever he sees them, (laughs) he's gotten me some. And so I have a bunch now and I try not to eat a lot of added sugar. And so I kind of have trouble even convincing myself to eat them, even though they sound great and they taste great, because I'll sit down and be like, oh, I'd love some chocolate, but I really shouldn't right now, maybe later, and so, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, I don't mind this tendency of mine to sort of put off eating sugar. It's been very helpful to my health, but I do also want to eat chocolate occasionally, so all that to say, I decided that since I'm also struggling with getting writing done that anytime I finished one page of rewriting on my manuscript, I'd get one chocolate. So I've been getting a couple each day, basically. And um, it's been good. I think it's been just, you know, a little something to look forward to and maybe has helped me gain back a little momentum. So I think it's definitely going well. Today, I'm at another section where I need to do some writing from scratch on one of the new sections that I'm adding. So that might go a little slower, but um, at least I'm back on my feet with it a little bit. So I'm not sure if it's going to be this month or next month that I'm going to be ready for Vela, but uh, we're definitely on track for it to be in the near future. Number two, I wanted to give a little update. I know I mentioned probably a couple of months ago that I had a book on Kindle Vella that is a collection of short stories and it's called Periphery. And I've just kind of been adding in some of my old short stories um, every so often. And then of course, depending on how long it is, it may be the whole story in one chunk, or I may break it up into two, three, four, I think five is the most parts that I've had. And it's been such a great way to share some of those stories that I really love and worked hard on and I'm proud of, but have never been able to find a good home anywhere. And so I have just been adding so many stories to that and just wanted to give you all that update because it's also such a variety <laughs> Like I have sort of general fiction on there. I have um, I have a, a fantasy story I added last month. Just finished up a historical fiction story. There's more historical fiction in there. There's science fiction. Um, I would say most of it is more just sort of general literary, you know, fiction. But it's kind of all over the place. And also in tone, like um, some is more serious. Some's a little lighter. Um, this piece that I'm about to share, and then I'll probably take a break for the rest of the month after this, um, about to share a, it's a Christmas story, but it's humor. (laughs) So definitely lighter than some of the stuff that's on there now. So it's very much a mixed bag, but it's been so much fun to do. And I'd love to do more projects like that. Thinking of maybe, maybe at some point I'll have one on there for sharing poetry, but, um, Yeah, in the meantime, I'm doing this um, to just get some content on there while I'm finishing up Humanoid. So if you want to check it out, you can just uh, look at my name on Kindle Vella and uh, read the first three for free and check out any more that you're interested in. The number three, another little update I mentioned last week that I was going to start trying TikTok for book marketing because I've heard so much about it being the best social media for uh, marketing books in particular. So I finally did my first video yesterday. I'd had the idea for a few days, and it took me a while to figure out because I'm just a total newbie at this stuff. But um, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. So I don't know how often I'll try to post on there. Um, I'm still just figuring out what kinds of things... To do obviously, but I was proud of myself. Told my sister, I'm inching outside my comfort zone with all this marketing stuff, and I did get um, at least a, a couple of different messages from listeners asking um, for my name on there. So my username on there is Jay Grace the Author, which is what it is basically everywhere. So um, that usually helps make things pretty easy to find. So. Um, Thank you all for your interest, and uh, stay tuned, because I'm going to try to figure out uh, what is good to put on there. Number four. I know I've mentioned so many times, my girls love books. My youngest, Lily, um, she just turned 18 months, and she loves books, the most of them all. And she's only just started talking a little tiny bit, but she's been signing quite a lot for a while. But she really only says a few words, and most of them she'll very rarely say. And if she does, she'll only whisper them. (laughs) So I think she's just really easing her way into it. But the past few days, the two most common words that she says are bye-bye and book. Except she pronounces it BEP. And so she'll come up to me like with a bunch of books, and she'll hand them to me. And she'll both sign book, and she'll be like, BEP, 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 (laughs) wanting me to read her. And I just, of course, love that because books are so important to me and the fact that they're important to my girls and especially this, my little tiny book girl or BEP girl, I guess I should say, has been so sweet. So we've got her learning to say book. We've got my oldest learning to read and yeah, so much fun. The number five on my currently reading, I know I've mentioned a few of the books in the Mary Russell and Sherlock Holmes series on this podcast. Earlier this year, I decided to reread the first couple books in the series and then finally get around to the rest. So I'm actually reading the last one right now. And I say that it's the last for now. It was only released in 2021. So I'm assuming she'll likely have more out at some point. Um, But I'll be caught up (laughs) with them. And what's been interesting is I know I've shared that while the first book is just absolutely great and there've been a few in the series that I've really enjoyed, a lot of them have been just okay and a couple have been maybe a little even less than that. (laughs) Like it's just kind of been all over the place. And this one, I was very skeptical going into it because for one thing, in most of the books they are traveling to some other country, not all of them, but, and the ones where they're not tend to be my favorite because I just, it might just be because I am not a travel person. I do not have the desire to like explore all these other places. That's just not part of my interests. And also, as I've mentioned, my aphantasia, I can't really visualize all the descriptions about all these different places and it tends to be pretty description heavy because of course they're in this completely different culture and a lot of it is interesting but it's just like i'm not that's not really why i'm reading these like i like the characters and the mystery and not really an explanation of japanese culture in the early 1900s or whatever so all that to say this book is another one of those of traveling to romania And then it had said at the end of the last book that they're going to Romania because he has some case involving vampires. And I was just like, oh my goodness, come on. Like, if anything has ever sounded like jumping the shark, I thought this is going to be the dumbest book so far. And I've actually been really pleasantly surprised. Um, It's been one of the more interesting ones to me, I think. And to me, that's just been the writing and the plot. Like with some of them, I, with some of the books in the series, I feel that they take quite a while to kind of get started. And they spend a lot of time on kind of the side descriptions and things going on that don't really involve the mystery that much. And there's just, it doesn't seem to do as much in this book. Like it seems the mystery seems a little more succinct and the the interactions they have with people seem a little more purposeful and, um, and it's, it's been interesting. Like I'm, I'm actually, I think about three quarters of the way through and I'm enjoying it more than I have, uh, quite a few of the others. So you really just never know. Um, there's hope for more of the series in the future. And a lot of the stuff that I do love about the series, like the relationship between Holmes and Russell is strong in this one. So, is a surprisingly good installment and I'm kind of glad I get to finish out the series or at least what there is of it so far with the year and I think um, I'm sitting at I believe it's 93 either 93 or 94 books so I'm gonna have to hurry but I'm pretty sure I can make it to 100 this year which is super exciting and I'm glad I did it but I'm also not gonna do that next year so number six um, if in case you didn't see or didn't know, we announced finally publicly on Facebook that I am currently expecting baby number four. So I haven't been able to talk about that on here until now, but, um, that might explain a little bit why some of the editing has been really slow, why I've been struggling a lot to do very much. And, um, that really has been, you know, cause I had so much momentum and, was on schedule so well before this happened. And then, um, the pregnancy symptoms and first trimester just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like there was a few weeks there where I just could barely do anything and, um, just super sick and so much fatigue and I'm still really fatigued, but the sickness is starting to lift a little. I told my husband, like, I feel like I'm coming back to life a little bit this week. And so that um, is why the editing's been dragging so much and why I've been able to pick up on it a little bit more. And in a sense, that is definitely frustrating because I had built up all this momentum and had gotten things in a good system. And now, of course, everything's changing because my capabilities right now are changing. But then also in a while here, you know, in another six months or so, there's going to be a baby around and the amount that I'm going to get done and our whole schedule and our whole system as a family is going to completely change. And the fact that you can have something figured out and nailed down, and then it can all get turned on its head can definitely be frustrating or even discouraging. And I am i mean, just being honest, like I do definitely feel that. But on the other hand, it's not something that really throws me completely off or that you know, gets me super discouraged because I've always known that this is part of the deal, that fitting writing into life with kids and with family is going to look different than someone that doesn't have that and that that's okay. And that's just part of the way that it fits into my life. And I've also always known, of course, that having kids and caring for my family and all of that is going to come first. And so that means, you know, if I only have the Energy, or I'm so sick during the day that I'm going to be able to do, you know, one thing, and it's going to be, um, you know, make dinner or write. Then of course I've got to make dinner, so that is part of the the choices that come with the territory of having kids and having a family. And it's so worth it, and it's what I've always known that I wanted. And of course, the fact that it's not always, you know beautiful and perfect and Pinterest worthy. And sometimes it just looks like laying on the couch while the kids watch VeggieTales or while VeggieTales plays and they run around making a mess in the house. And then I get no writing done that day or whatever. The fact that it sometimes looks like that has always been part of the package. And so even though there's obviously a sense in which it can be a little demoralizing to just have, like I said, have everything flipped on its head, and have to change my goals because um, I could have definitely been on track to get this book out in November if it weren't for this occurrence. And so I've had to adjust, but knowing that I've actually have built that in to my plans and my publishing goals, the fact that I need to have flexibility with them and that I don't set things in stone because I know that this is not my first priority in life and that other things happen and that I need to have the capability to set this aside or to slow down or whatever needs to happen so that I can do what I need for my family. And so that's kind of where I am now. Um and that's why it's looking like January rather than November, but I am still really pleased with just the the ability that I've had to fit writing in even when it's been Really hard. And even when it's going at a snail's pace or just a trickle of progress, I know that I am still, even if it's not my highest priority, it is a priority to fit this into my life. And I have managed to stay consistent in that sense. And I'm very proud of of that. And I think that because of that, even if it's not the same amount of momentum, I can keep up some momentum in my publishing journey um, this time around. be faithful in it, even if it doesn't always look like as much as part of me would like. And so I'm just happy that I've been able to continue this. And there was a time and there have been a few times in, you know, my journey as a mom where I have really just completely set it aside. And that's, that's fine when that's necessary. And there were times it was necessary, but there were also times That I set it aside, not because I needed to, but just because it was hard. And while there may be a season for that, that's not what I want right now because I have worked really hard to try to build up things on my platform and with the business side of things. And so even though maintaining that may look different, I still want to maintain it. And so finding that balance and finding what that looks like right now, while I'm still really tired And know that the baby is coming and is going to change everything in the most wonderful ways and sometimes the most inconvenient ways is just part of this life that I have. And like I said, it's the life I've always wanted. And despite all the ups and downs, I could not love it more. you all so much for listening. I really appreciate everyone who takes the time to hear all my thoughts and, um, especially the people that do interact with me. And I've had quite a few people that will mention to me, um, that they're listening to it or catching up or something about it. And that just means so much to me. So Um, Please, if you're enjoying the podcast, please let me know. And as I mentioned last week, if you have any suggestions going forward for something you'd like to hear or ways it could be better, things you don't like, of course, would love any feedback as I just evaluate where this fits into my life and into my priorities. So thank you so much for that. Of course, uh, let me know if you're on TikTok and what your thoughts about it are and uh, just any thoughts you have about anything I've said or anything story-related at all. Would love to hear that from you. So I hope that you're having a great holiday season and that you have a great day today and stay improbable. Bye.